Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to episode 107 of Getting It Out Podcast. That was Choice to Make with Disconnect. Um, that's off their upcoming upcoming record. I believe it's seven. It's called Vicious Existence on Flat Spot Records. Um, why do I mention that like that? Because it's another episode featuring a flat spot band. This episode features Typecast. Uh, we're talking about their Between Life EP, which drops today, February 7th. Well, this is the earliest you can hear it. So February 7th, this record comes out. So you can listen to that immediately after you spend time here. Um, but again, that opening track, that was Choice to Make out of Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania. I'm always glad to uh, to play a song from any band, any band, particularly hardcore bands from Pennsylvania. Uh, Wilkes-Barre. That's that's one of our many scenes in Pennsylvania. It's a weird thing. If you're not from here, you might not get this. There's the Wilkes-Barre scene. There's the Philadelphia scene. There's a, a Pittsburgh scene. There's the Erie scene. And they're all very different too. Like Wilkes-Barre is like uh, tank tops and cut-off khaki shorts. Um, skinny guys, a lot of skinny guys, um, or fat guys who are vegans. Um, Philadelphia, that's this whole other thing. That's like another planet. That's that's. I mean, I, I kind of consider Philadelphia the the hardcore capital of the world at present. I, I understand, like, I think it's a shifting capital, it, it, it moves around, but uh, particularly, pro- probably since uh, This Is Hardcore came up, uh, Philadelphia's kind of been, like, the place, 
Um, that's that's total bias. I understand that. And I, I, you know, to be honest, I don't go to many shows in Philadelphia, but that's that's the way it is. Anyway, uh, and then you have like Pittsburgh, where that's uh, that's that's just uh, beat down, and there's a couple Asian guys out there, I think. And uh, Central Pennsylvania, that's like face tattoos. That's face tattoos and uh, eventual biker gangs. That's that's what we do around here in my area. And um, and then what what else? What else? I say uh, Erie. That's just old people. Nobody really knows what happens up there. You know there's a whale in Lake Erie? I'm totally making that up, but uh, I really do believe it, even though I know I'm lying. It's just one of those things, you know? So anyway, this episode uh, features Typecast, like I said, an interview with Dylan Carlo, and uh, we're going to get to that here in a minute. But first, let's listen to some rap music and then go to the episode. Dark Satellite Media. You know, when I started doing a podcast... I thought I found my calling, but there's something more, there's a little something more I think I can reach into, I got a little more in me, I need to get it out, just like the podcast, it's Getting It Out rap song from the Getting It Out podcast, and it feels powerful, I think you feel it too, I think you feel it too, but there's certain things that need to be said, because I was thinking about it a lot lately, what exactly was I was thinking about, we'll have to break it down here. Just a little bit for you. I was sitting at home trying to relax when I realized a podcast needs a rap. It sound way better with Nate Dogg back, but I gotta spit quick on these Amish cats. A big horse of shit on rumble strips. Zeb sits back with a hundred kids, but I know how shallow that gene pool is. So what did he do with his cripple kin? How do you tell the time at night when the sun don't shine on the dial bright? While Von Scotts lives the hard rock life, singing on the streets underneath the lights. I got grocery lists of shit I don't like. Gonna run them by old Mike on ice and like cops step a day with the butt drug tips. This podcast will flip your lids. So that's what I sing about on the song for the podcast. It's getting it So hey, it's it's a it's a big news day. No, not the not the Donald Trump acquittal. As I said in a previous episode, when I when I declared it Happy Impeachment Day, we knew this day was coming, right? We knew it. It's so who cares? Um, yeah, he got acquitted. Big deal. Uh, everybody knew that was going to be the case, but uh, you know, it's it still happened. More importantly, uh, today was the NBA trade deadline, 3 p.m. It's Thursday, Thursday, uh, February 6, 3 p.m. NBA trade deadline. A lot, of, a lot of moves. Nothing too big. Nothing too interesting. The Minnesota Timberwolves did a lot of stuff. They got rid of Robert Covington. Great move. That guy's junk. Uh, I know that from watching him with the Sixers for many years. People were talking about bringing him back to the Sixers. That guy that guy can't score. And uh, All right, he's good at defense, but he can't score. And we got enough of them on, on Philadelphia's squad. So no need for Robert Covington. Glad he's with Houston and those lowlifes down there. You know, at one point I did consider myself a Houston Rockets fan because they had my man Charles Barkley. So in the late 90s, if I were liking a team, it would have been the Houston Rockets because Charles Barkley. That's that's true. I, I, I was loyal to Barkley. I was loyal to one. That's the only man I've ever been loyal to in my life. I just followed that guy's career. and But that's how I ended up back with the Sixers. I feel like I had to, I had to come back home. Um, 
Anyway, who, who, what else happened? D'Angelo Russell for Andrew Wiggins. I don't even know why uh, Golden State would want Wiggins, but they got a they got a they got a first round pick out of that. That's a pretty good deal. Uh, Minnesota gets a gets a good point guard, very good point guard. D'Angelo Russell, he's a he's a decent player. They should be happy to have him. But Carl uh, Anthony, Anthony Towns is a bitch, and uh, so who knows who knows how that's going to go. Um, what else? Dwayne Dedman's back with the Hawks. Nobody cares. Quinn Capella, he's on the Hawks too. Nene, he's on the Hawks too. I think they waived him already. Man, you guys got to be sick of this sports talk already, but I'm going to keep going because what else happened? Oh, Andre Drummond, he got traded to the Cavaliers. Nobody cares about that. That is a <laughs> no, no, like, why does anybody go into the Cavaliers right now? The Cavaliers are going to have Kevin Love and Andre Drummond, two guys that were, you know, all stars two years ago. And, and and now they just got to be hating life, stuck with who like Darius Garland and Colin Sexton. Uh, the Cavs are garbage, but you know what? The Sixers are garbage too. So I got no room to talk. Anyway, that's probably enough about the NBA uh, trade deadline. If if you're still with us, we can talk about uh, this episode again, once again featuring Dylan of Typecast. Dylan sings for Typecast. Well, do we say sings? I don't know. I don't know what word we use for people who are who are hardcore frontmen. But I guess that's not very important. What what else is happening? Next week, uh, I'm going to Boston for the weekend. Me and my, my wife and I are going to Boston for our anniversary. And uh, we, we, we felt like that was probably a bad move after we booked the trip because it's fucking February, right? And uh, we hate the cold. But then but then apparently we're not doing winter this year. So, like, all right, cool. Yeah, it's like 60 here in Pennsylvania this past week. It's just rainy and gross out. But uh, at least it's not that cold it's cold don't don't get me wrong i'm still being a total wimp about it but it's not it's not awful um so if we can just keep skipping winter that's cool i understand this is because of global warming like i get it that it's not good in the long run but it is kind of nice um and i do i like making the joke constantly that this isn't global warming this is just political this weather is being political right now and that's that's what's happening it's just trying to divide us fucking weather mother nature they, they say she's a bitch but i think on this one they might be right um i think i think that's enough i think i don't need to t- talk to you about anything else i think we should just move on into uh my interview with dylan and i think i keep saying i think i i'm not putting a lot of thought into this but i think <laughs> i think i should play you uh, a song off the between life ep from typecast the song is called traverse and you might have already heard it it was released a couple weeks ago, and uh, and I'm going to play it for you now anyway.
Yo, Dylan, what's up, man? What's up? How you doing? Good, chilling. Good. Well, hey, we haven't officially met, so uh, I'm no. Dan. I'm Dylan. <laughs> I see your I saw your initials are DC, so we share the same initials. Well, there we go. Now we're, we're like best winning. friends. That's easy. Yeah. <laughs> so wh where are you at tonight, man? Uh, I'm at my house in Sutton, Massachusetts. In Massachusetts. Massachusetts. I can't. I was trying to say the name of a city in uh, Massachusetts. I can't even say the fucking state <laughs> right. Earlier today at work, and I couldn't get it right. Ho Holyoke. Oh, Holyoke. Yeah. Did no, I get it? That's Western Mass. Yeah. Ah. All right. Never mind. Where are you from? Where are you at? I'm at Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Oh, okay. The, the yeah, yeah. That's that's the correct uh, reaction to Lancaster, <laughs> Pennsylvania. I don't know. I have no clue anything about it, but Pennsylvania is just one big blob to me. <laughs> so I just accept it as it is. It's a, it's the Amish capital of the world. Oh shit! Is uh, is what we got going on here? But it's some good furniture. Yeah, yeah, and sheds. <laughs> yeah. But a, but a lot of sexual abuse. That's really that's really what it comes down to. You know, give and the take, I guess. Yeah, the price you got to pay. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> but all right, dude. Uh, so obviously we're we're, we're talking because. We want to talk about typecast. Yeah, yeah, and and <laughs> like I I know a lot of a lot of podcasts, a lot of interviews. Like they want they want to go over like origin stories and shit. And uh, to be honest, I just don't really care about that. I I fuck it. That to me, that's the most boring part of an interview. Your band, you you guys, you guys got some members in Massachusetts. You got some in New York, right? Yep. Uh, you're about to put out your. Well, your third release. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say your third record, but I guess kind yeah. of, maybe you could say that. Um, it's called Between Life. Yeah. It's on Flat Spot Records. Yeah. Yeah. Um, how did you get to this point? Uh, like working with Flat Spot. Yeah. Let's. Still, yeah. We. No. 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 Let's. Let's go backwards a little bit. So you. You put out the demo in 2017, right? Yeah. And yeah. was was. Was there initially like a feeling that oh this is gonna work? Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. I think we were excited and we were just kind of like we don't care if it works, right? And uh, like no matter what, we're just gonna do it and and just have fun doing it. And yeah, I don't know. We we just kind of just like let's just do it and make make it fun and just tour. Nice. So did you do a lot of touring on that first on that demo? Uh. I'm trying to think of the time frame. I know one of our first tours, we did like an East Coast run down to like an FYA after show. And we might have done a full US, but I don't know at that point. Um, we might have been uh, just announcing the other record right before the start of that full US. But we did like weekends and just whatever we could. Well, I got you. And, and the reason I asked that is because uh, I've, I, I mean, for a few years, I was, I wouldn't say. I was never all the way out of hardcore. Never have been. Never will be. But you know, I just wasn't paying attention as much. But I, I knew this name. I knew the name Typecast, and I think it was because of you guys just playing out and me seeing flyers. And you know, at the time, nah, 2017. Now I was back in Pennsylvania. But like you know, so I pay attention to what's going on in Baltimore and what's going on in Pennsylvania. It's kind of that's mm -hmm. that's my two scenes. So uh, so I was familiar with you guys. I checked out the, the demo in 2017. Wasn't that into it, but when, <laughs> to being honest, but when yeah, yeah. when you dropped like the the creature habit, right? Yeah, I thought, okay, I see what I see what they're doing now, and now after listening to uh, this this EP, I listened to it several times. It's easy because it's only four songs, so I've listened yeah, to it quick. So many times, and now awesome. I now I really see what you, what yeah, you guys yeah. are doing here. Is is 
what you put on this record is that what you were intending to do from the start uh i don't know i i think it's just a progression of just like the songwriting um in general like i don't write like the instruments of the song i think just everything is just like getting like worked out and figuring out like our own thing and just pushing it like in our own i don't know in our way when we started i think it's probably the same energy just we might have figured it out ourselves out more along the way that makes sense so yeah for sure and it's you you gotta i think hardcore is interesting right now because it's it's uh as a whole the scene kind of embracing it's embracing variety in in the sound more so now than it has in a in i think a long time Mm -hmm. and uh you guys you guys sound different than bands what i mean i hate the fucking genre tag thing but if you if what, what do you guys get hit with most uh melodic hardcore uh we get we get like metalcore which i like get kind of but it's whatever yeah uh, I think melodic hardcore is definitely like probably the best pin we've ever got. Right, right, and and, and but I, I I get the metalcore thing, yeah. but it's but it doesn't it doesn't seem you know it's the, the what I it's always there. What but, I say is the good the good kind you know <laughs> before it was a bad word. Um, yeah, but it, are you are you surprised that being a little off kilter from traditional hardcore that that you guys have been as embraced as well as you are? Um, yeah, I think it's cool. I, I mean, I'm down for like anybody to like hear it. I don't like, I, I'm a hard, like hardcore kids. I'm down if metalcore kids or like normal, whatever people get into it. Like I'm down. I like, I think it's cool that like, I don't know, whoever's checking it out. I definitely think it's, I appreciate it. Well, that's cool. I think that's the right idea. Did you yourself come from the hardcore scene? Uh yeah, I've been going to shows since I was like thirteen. How do you? All right, so I know I said I don't, I, I don't want to hear any origin stuff, but, <laughs> but I, but I do because like things like that always interest me. Like, because uh, like I, I started going to shows pretty early, but it was only when I was when I had friends who could drive. So how does a thirteen-year-old start going to shows? Uh, my mom was definitely driving me to shows, and I was yeah. embarrassed about it. I would, <laughs> I'd be like, oh shit, I don't want people seeing me. My mom <laughs> picked me up, like all sweaty after moshing, and uh. Um, I had a couple friends who like wanted to go to shows. And I wasn't really into it, the music or anything. I was like, I, I don't know. But then they were like, just come, just come. And then I was like, okay. And I slowly started like kind of like getting into like a band or two and like being excited that there was bands from like around me. Yeah. And then yeah, just ended up just keep going. Who were those? Who who were the local favorites back then? Uh, Product of Waste. Yeah. I, I was obsessed with word for word. Um. Uh, Revenge, uh, yeah. I mean, uh, those are definitely the first bands I was like pushing towards. I don't know. I don't think I know Revenge, but I definitely know Product of Waste and, and Word for Word. Uh, yeah. Product, Product of Waste. I I was, was working on something recently where I was just kept re-listening to "You Won't Take Me Alive." Is that that's the name? Oh, of the, so good. The, yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah, that shit. That shit was 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 fantastic. It's a shame, you know, but no, nah, yeah. yeah, that that band was amazing. I I. I saw them so many times. It was like there's always something every time. It was so fun though. They they were, they were great. Yeah, they were, I, I, they're still sick. I mean, not not to say they they were, but right, they right. still are. They're still a great band. Yeah, yeah, no, no. I, I hear what you're saying, and and I think it's, I I, I feel like uh, Rhode Island never really had a lot of bands. Maybe that's maybe that's wrong of me to say, but they never never had a lot of bands like that made it out of there. You know that I heard down here, I guess, and I'm not that far away. 
Yeah, I, I can't really think of any off the top of my head right now. So there but, you go. Neither can I. So I know, like, I think Daughters is from, but that's I, that's I different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's like the only thing I can really think of. But. Nice. So, um, so from 2000, like I said, I listened to that demo in 2017. Was wasn't crazy about it, but really, like I listen to it now, and I, I have listened to it a few times recently. And it's not because it's not because your songs were bad. It was just the, it just kind of sounded shitty. Yeah, right. we, uh, re- we recorded in a shed. Just <laughs> it sounds like it. <laughs> we, we knew it was gonna sound like shit. We used like right. drum mics, and it was yeah. Yeah, no, which which, which like you know, in hindsight, you you always appreciate that stuff. But like <laughs> at, at the time when you're supposed to be getting, oh, it's abrasive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So how how do you, how do you feel, or what what do you feel have been the biggest changes you guys have consciously made to your sound since then? Uh, definitely. The clean vocal, like on my end, like adding clean vocals into like lyrics, and um, I just think some of the songs aren't as like straightforward heavy, I guess, to like to, for me to describe it that way. Yeah, but I think those are the biggest two for me. And and like I said, you guys do this band from from Long Island and Massachusetts, right? <laughs> yeah. So I know, I mean, I know in in this day and age, a lot of people make this work. But how how does this work for you guys? Is this is there any benefits to having a distance between members? Uh, benefits. Uh, like I you, don't like know. I've been in a band before. You don't got to put up I, with someone's shit all the time. You know, like is I, is there any benefit to that? Like, I think it helped. Like we're all friends, and like we we're all friends before the band. Yeah. So like I like eat, like if they were like living in Massachusetts, it'd be the same. I think one thing that helped is like just that we know people from different states. So like when the band started, Joey booked shows there. So it kind of helped us like get get shows in New York. Yeah. And like that was definitely like a plus, I guess. But other than that, it, it is a, it's more negatives, but like fun negatives than anything. What are the what are what's the biggest negative? What's the biggest pain <laughs> in the ass about this? Uh, practicing trying to make yeah. a practice happen is like it's it's not even like possible really right yeah so i was gonna say so i wouldn't even bother yeah <laughs> like, we we practice. like we practice before a tour like when we have a tour coming up we dedicate like a couple of days before and then like or go up like early before the tour and then maybe like a week before the tour starts try to squeeze one into and just get it run like do it just like a boot camp of it how do you do with your voice? Does your voice, uh, do you lose it when you don't use it? Um, or are you able to jump in and go cold for, you know, or do you, do you like I, when I was doing it, I needed practice when I didn't have practice. I, I lost my voice after a couple songs. When we first started, my voice was gone. Like, like the first tours we did, like I didn't know I was, I was, I was out like, like right yeah. away. Like I couldn't like after a couple of shows, but now I try to. I think I do better at not like ruining my throat and just pushing better, as corny as that is. And I do. I do warm ups before too. Like I'll, I have like an app on my phone and I'll do like a whole thing just to warm up, just so I don't ruin ruin myself. Well, that's. I mean, it's you're gonna ruin it. <laughs> yeah, but, but, but at, at least, least some <laughs> save yeah. it as, as much as I can. Yeah, it's it's funny the amount of people that I know who who have somehow been successfully screaming for bands for years i do not know that that has to be a fucking weird kind of talent you're born with i, I do not know how it's possible like, yeah. how is how is fucking scott vogel still doing that dude like how how, how the he's fatigue got, he's, he's got it down packed yeah <laughs> so um for 
for you guys, uh, how was I going to say this? You've, well, oh, 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 I know what it is. So, so you've, we mentioned you do some tours. Um, you've done some tours. What do you do that allows you to tour? Like, do you have a job? Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, so I was in college for the, like the whole lifespan of the band. So I was doing that the majority of the time. And then, um, Sean was in college too, so we were working like part time. Yeah, at, like we worked together for a period of time, but now we like me, him, and Ray, we all do Uber in Boston. Oh, okay. And like, so like we can just dip whenever we want. And Joey and Marazzo have uh, like some pretty good like part time jobs back at home that allow them to like take off when they can. So we kind of try to like find find a work that allows us to like leave on a whim. Well, that's good too, especially because you're doing Uber. Since you, so you, when you go on tour, you're already be used to having annoying people in the car with you, right? Dude, we right. don't, we we don't do people. We meet, like all of us, like we all do Uber Eats or DoorDash. So oh, okay. We did. I did people for a little bit, and I know Ray did. I don't know if Sean did, but like the people are oh, they suck, man. Like, what's the worst? I, what's the worst situation you got into? Uh, I did. I caught myself pretty early out of it probably the most annoying is just this drunk like older lady and her husband like talking shit about my gps the whole time like i'm going the wrong way they're all concerned and just like they're so they're so annoying that was me i've been that person (laughs) and and just like just going off like on me about like getting on the highway this and that but then they end up passing out in my car because they're so hammered so like they don't even know at at that point anymore i have to wake them up and he's like the husband's like falling out of the car luckily no one ever puked but that was like that was a time where I was like I'm never doing people ever again. Like you could have gone around the block a couple times, get a couple more. Bucks <laughs> yeah, 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 I should have. <laughs> that's 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 interesting. I know I know lots of people who who have done Uber and some some people who stick with it for a crazy long time, which uh, they must have a higher capacity for people than I do because I couldn't do it. My advice but, is stick to the food. <laughs> Don't do yeah, people. See that to me that's that that might be. I, I would I would have so much resentment if like just delivering McDonald's to someone's house like you fat piece of shit. It, like, it kind of sucks. There's times <laughs> where I'm like you like like I've like delivered like three drinks to someone or like one apple pie or, like ice cream <laughs> like forty minutes driving ice cream. I'm like fuck you. But but like I just put like music on and like, I just take it as an opportunity just to chill and like listen to stuff and just like I'm like whatever you're paying me so right right I, yeah, I always yeah, hope. Yeah. Yeah, they cancel too, so I get the free food, and um, it's always in the back of my mind. <laughs> it hasn't happened yet. Oh yeah, I mean, I, I've got so much like burritos, wings, McDonald's. Like it why happens. Would, like why would somebody think. cancel if they already paid for it? Uh, a lot of the times it, that happens rarely, but most of the times you get free food is like you go to someone's door and you're and then you say you're there, and then the timer starts on the app, and if they don't come up, the trip just ends and you get paid. So oh, I just I'm like. I start the timer. I'm like, all right, five minutes. <laughs> That's like the reverse of like the Ninja Turtles rule with pizza. <laughs> I don't even. I didn't even grow up watching Ninja Turtles, so I don't even well, know. Damn it. All right, so Ninja <laughs> Turtles. When it's in the movie, the first movie, when the when the when the pizza man comes, they say it's been whatever 15 minutes, and the guy says it hasn't been 15 minutes, whatever, and he's so basically, if it takes them more than 15 minutes to get there, they get the pizza for free. So oh, okay. Like, so, but you this in this scenario, the delivery man gets to keep it. <laughs> Yes, yeah, that's, that's a little fucked up, but it's but that's it's good the for move. you. It's the best, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, well, I didn't, I didn't want. Well, I'm not going to keep you talking about Uber, even though I do find it funny. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't mind. Yeah. It's good. <laughs> um, so, uh, between life, there's 
there's four songs on here, right? Um, very heavy. It's a very heavy record. I've like again, I've listened to it several times. Um, right, you think so? Yeah, it's uh, good too. Good. I don't mean just it's just heavy. It's very heavy and good. Um, but it's because there are only four songs, um, and I assume are you writing the lyrics for these songs? Yeah. Are you willing to tell me what each song is about? Yeah, I'm down. Yeah. All right. Let's start with number one. Let's start with Memento Mori. Okay. Um, I'm gonna pull. I'm gonna pull up it up on uh, Bandcamp too, just so I, <laughs> just so I have the tracklist thing. Like I know it, but I just want to see it too. It'll keep it fresh in my mind. All right. Yeah. So Memento Mori. It's Latin for "Remember You Will Die." It's something I've I've told myself like I don't know since I was like a teenager. Yeah. I just thought it was a cool phrase, but like as time went on, like it, it became a little bit more personal. So, just, um, yeah, the song just like whenever shit just really sucks, like I'm just really bad. I just tell myself like you're gonna die anyway, so like you don't even have to like <laughs> you don't even have to like kill your if you if you really want to kill yourself, like you're gonna die anyway, so like you don't even gotta like sweat it, like it'll come, like why yeah, push it? Yeah. And then uh, also like when things are really good too, like you're gonna die, so just like really soak it in, like enjoy it, like it's all good. And this song like looks back at like that progress of like coming to like. Uh, like being really depressed to feeling better about it and just using that phrase. I like that. That's cool. I didn't, I had no idea that that was what it was about. Did, where, do you remember where you came across that phrase the first time? Honestly, probably just on like the internet, just like scrolling around on who knows what the hell I was on. Latinphrases.com, right? Yeah. yeah probably, it's probably some Tumblr or Twitter. Where most teenagers go for yeah. shit. <laughs> it's a random thing like that. <laughs> so, um, so, so, has this been like starting with this one? Has are, are most of your songs uh, introspective like this? Yeah, I, I I never like try to write about other people. I don't like right. I don't I don't really do I don't try, try to do that. That's good. That's, that's that's that works for some people. And, and do you want when you? All right. So like I'm asking you to explain these songs and what they mean for you do you want do you want people to interpret them as they see fit or would you rather they know literally what you're saying i think it's really whatever like the person wants like some people like i get sometimes obsessed with certain things like wanted to know what they're about or some songs i just want to make to my own like whatever honestly whatever someone like wants to get obsessed with over the song or feel like they are interested in like just wherever they want to take do with it and take it right right that's fair it's Um, more fun yeah, yeah. Well, with with the second one on here, Traverse. Yeah. Th- this one, this one's been released for a week or two. How long has it been out there? Yeah, a, a week, a little over a week. Okay, so so people people have had time to digest it a little bit. You've had time to hear people's reaction about it. how's the reaction been for that song so far? A surprisingly super positive. It's cool. Like I didn't expect people to like actually fuck with it as hard as like they really did. Really, you didn't? What, what, what no, did you expect to happen? I I was I thought like it was just gonna get snubbed or something. I don't know. I just didn't think people would just need to come out and be like I'd be like excited about it or I think it was cool and then maybe like a handful of people like all right cool. But people have been like people have been like cool about it. I'm glad I'm glad it's exceeding your expectations then. And and I, I noticed it on uh, I think I think I saw on uh, Spotify you're on you're on one of those big playlists with all the yeah. I was like with holy all, shit. <laughs> yeah, you're up there, up there with the big guns. That was, yeah, it's on like new metal Spotify. Like, yeah, not oh, not new, not new metal. New, new not metal. NU, yeah, but yeah. 
yeah. Either way, I'd take it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, damn, that's cool. Like, that's, yeah, I, that's, it was awesome. It's, well, it's weird when you – when you're doing something and you don't uh, to see, I don't maybe I'm speaking for you, so I don't know. But I'm speaking, f- <laughs> I'm speaking for myself in like d- in a different kind yeah. of capacity with just kind of this stuff is when you, when you see your name beside other na- other names. You know what I mean? It's just like, well, I don't. That's not where I thought I was going, but I'm glad I'm there. You know? Yeah, <laughs> like, I it, guess it, that's pretty cool. If some random metalhead comes across it and they're like into it and just comes to a show and freaks out, it's gonna be so sick. <laughs> so it's so yeah. cool to see some fucking older metal guys going crazy or something. Some young kid. It is, and and I think now, I and I and I kind of going back to what I said before. I think this time now, this time period is the best time for that to happen as far as uh, um, ex- ex- what's acceptable. You know, there was a time where somebody like that would show up to a hardcore metalcore show whatever and they would pretty much just get beat up within yeah a couple songs get bounced <laughs> where where i feel like now that there's uh there's at least a, a longer wick on the on the dynamite you know like yeah i think i think people laugh about it a little bit more or just like kind of let them have their fun and they, yeah yeah which is the move i think i think so too well all right well so so let's let's talk about this song what what is this song what does this song mean for you uh this song is a this is like not super like emotional personal it's just like about meditating and like while meditating i was just trying to figure out how to explain the feeling of like leaving meditation and just like what i felt like i was doing when i was like trying to do it yeah and uh like just traversing is the the white light is just pushing yourself like in that moment like i say like let the chaos thrive you're just sitting with yourself letting things go crazy and just sticking to it and not opening your eyes and just letting it just letting just shit go crazy are you are you big into meditation i i was probably more into it at a different period of my life but during writing this i started coming back to it and wanting to do it like a lot more again yeah. which obviously inspired this song because i was thinking about it a lot more and just like trying to do it again and um it's like something that was definitely helpful for me i think it's cool to do like just like a fun personal experiment in a way I, I did it myself. I think you're right, and I, I did it myself for for a p- time period. I don't do it anymore. I still like keep the app on my phone that I used to use to do it, you know, to help me with it. Yeah. But I but I, I like I don't delete it, but I don't. Use, I haven't used it for years. <laughs> but but I, but I did really like it when I did it. And, yeah. It's and, good. But I, I don't know why I don't do it anymore. But you know what I also used to do? I used to also smoke weed and then do it. Yeah. Which, which I haven't done for years either. So. So I guess those two go go well for me they went one the same but still like the 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 uh, just meditation alone and I have did it plenty of times by itself too it, it is weird it's it's a weird it's a hard thing to explain so I think that's that's interesting you put it in a song yeah I think it could be punishing because some people definitely don't want to hear about it <laughs> but you know, I like it is like people who do want to talk like interested in it like it is fun yeah yeah and it's it's fun it's it's a hard thing it's 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 interesting I think it's interesting I think that's cool. Um, how did how did you find meditation? What what got you into that? Uh, I would probably credit my friend Josh the most for that one. Um, yeah. Shout out to Josh. He plays guitar in Vane. Shout out Vane. <laughs> uh, he's the fucking best. Josh is the, like he's been like such a good friend to me. And um, yeah, like he was meditating, just talking to me about it kind of. And he gave me this book on it when I was kind of interested in it. And I read it like all in one day. And I was like, all right, fuck it. Like I guess I'm doing this. <laughs> <laughs> like and it, it helped me a ton with like anxiety 
Did you find it? Oh, is well, I mean, I, I think everybody it has to be hard to figure out at first. Or were you able to get into it right away? Uh, it it's it was not like it was not like easy. It wasn't like like something fun at first. Yeah. I feel like I was just kind of like kind of pushing myself to do it harder than I really have to. Then instead of relaxing, I was trying to like sh- go like hard on it like trying to like fucking levitate or some shit yeah. not like actually trying to do that but you know what i mean like, right, i was right. pushing myself more than i really have to instead of just enjoying it nice well uh, yeah it's it's a it's I, like I, if, if i were listening to us have this conversation before and i never did it i'd just be I'd shut, shut the, the fuck, fuck up. up yeah exactly yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah the, I, no one like wants to fucking hear about it like unless they're they're interested in it too or want to be Oh wow, those people can kiss up, kiss our asses, but uh, <laughs> too so, late. Yeah, yeah. If they're still here, let's yeah. tell them what, what's this. Uh, what, all right, I'm going to try and say the name of this next hip hypnagogic hallucination. Yeah, sure. I don't even know how to say it. Hypnagogic, <laughs> hypnagogic, whatever. <laughs> what's happening here? That song is about um, when I like fall asleep a lot, like. Like, I try to, like, go kind of into meditating again. Like, I try to just sit there and, like, I try to lucid dream. And, like, I want to I want to try to stay awake as, like, long as I can. But also, like, to see what, like, where it goes. Yeah. And hypnagogic or hypnagogic, whatever, hallucinations yeah. are just things you see before you fall asleep. Just, like, pre-dream visions. And usually I see, like, faces or, like, people, like, kind of passing by and, like, in my face. And the song was just, it's just about that. And just those things and visions and i've never heard anything about that so what is that is that supposed to be <laughs> is that supposed to be uh like something you um, uh, imagine i guess or is this or yeah is... yeah it's basically like it's really just dreaming like you're kind of just seeing things in your head like it's like kind of when you like close your eyes and you see like i don't know you just see random things but uh, for some reason when I'm, when I'm about to fall asleep some nights i just see faces just like well, and like just outlines of them almost just around me, around me, and that's just that's the song. That's but, that's creepy, but it's pretty cool. Uh, yeah, I try to enjoy it. I try not to get freaked out by it. For a while, it was freaking me out. It was like I thought I was like schizophrenic or something. Like it was scaring the shit out of me. But uh, I think I was just like anxious from like being in school and about to graduate and not really sleeping. So I think it was fucking me up and <laughs> doing that. But it became fun. Like I was at for after a while. I was like, all right, let's just see how far I can take it. Okay, so so you you start seeing this or experiencing this. How do you? What do you do? Do you look into it? Or are you like, what, what's happening here? Do you go to go to Google, or is this like, how did you how did you know what this is called? And yeah, I went to Google like to find out what I was like. What the hell is this? Like, I thought it was like maybe something to do with like sleep paralysis or just dreams itself. But and then I found there was like a word for it, and I was like, oh shit, cool. <laughs> That's awesome. That's weird. Yeah. It's weird as shit, but it's, but it's awesome. I've never heard it before. It's, dreaming alone is entirely bizarre. And <laughs> like, I, I understand that we'll never be able to wrap our heads around it. Yeah. But, like, but it's, but I don't understand it at all. Yeah. Like, I don't fucking know. I want to know, think I know, but I don't fucking know. I ha- I've had these like re- recurring dreams that happen all the time. It's not, I mean, it's, yeah. not, it's not the same dream, but it's this, the same thing where I can, kind of fly not really that's sick but, but kind of and i've had it i swear to god thousands of times through my life that i are get, you in like control like you're just i like i yeah i remember it every time i remember how yeah. to do it but i but obviously i can't like i can't do it when i wake up for some reason but 
but I remember it in the dream every time. And it's just weird. Like I know the feeling of what I have to do to do it, but yeah, but it's only, of course, these random times when I'm sleeping. I, got, mm-hmm. I, I can't prove it to anybody. But <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I used to have fucking really scary uh, reoccurring dreams when I was a kid. I don't get them anymore, but I, had, I used to have one where like my whole family would die in my house. And then yeah. one where like fucking monsters would come out and bang on my door. I mean, I have to hide every night. It was like so fucked up. I, I, I hear I, I had one that was reoccurring that was just, that was uh, that was not it was not everybody killing my family it was people coming after me in my own house and my whole family just kind of <laughs> just like being like well run then you know <laughs> like, it's an and, awful feeling too. and it's every so time scary. every time I got caught at the same spot by the same guy. Like, oh yeah, yeah. it's it feels like it feels so like sh- like shit that f- just waking up from those well i unfortunately i used to not wake i used to have night terrors apparently oh. and i used to just run around the house and oh you know, shit not like you know i just like run into yeah. my mom's room and then stand there and like Damn. a creepy ass kid <laughs> or just start sobbing which is bizarre oh. i would like so so uh so I, i'm a dad and my daughter when she was really, really young, like two would have these two where she would just wake up, sit up in her bed and start screaming and crying. And it's so bizarre. It's yeah, so fucking weird. Yeah. Like, and it, but it's so common too. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's weird. Sleep is, sleep is fucking strange. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> All right. So, so rounding out this thing here and you got, we're on the fourth track under the wreath. This, mm-hmm. I mean, this one is definitely the most uh, diverse song on here. Yeah, um, yeah, definitely. And so, so we'll talk a little bit about that then. But w- lyrically, what's what's happening? Yeah, uh, th- this one it, it always bums me out. Um, it it a, a friend of a friend uh, passed away this last year, and uh, he was like just like a super positive person, like oh, like always happy when I saw him. Like like we weren't like close like that. Like I had his phone number or anything, but like we were around each other in like group occasions a couple times, and he was always a good friend of my friend. And just like it, just he was a good he was a good person, and like I liked seeing him when I saw him, and um, it was just like really shitty to like have to like go to his funeral, and and then like the song is just about like when you see people like in a coffin, it's not like they're not even like them anymore. It's just yeah. really like what what like they meant to you, and who they are, and like how you can use that. And then at the end of the song, like the beginning of the song is like about that moment and that stuff, and the end of the song is about like. When it, when I go, like I just hope people around me can just be like positive too, or just they see me in a positive light, not like, you know, like they could say the same things like I'm. I think about you know, my like the my friend or person I knew that passed. Yeah, dude, I I didn't know that's that's what the song's about, and it is my favorite song on this record. And but I really like that now because uh, I mean I can hit you exactly with the same same story. Although my friend who died this summer was I was, I was very good friends with him, and. uh yeah, to see him in his casket, and then I did. You know, I was I was the last one to speak at his funeral, and you know, but but to so it was really surreal, and to uh, to like go what you're saying, like seeing him in the in the casket was just like this. I don't know. I mean, it's just just like you said, it's it's a very strange feeling, and yeah. and, and 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 I've been I've been thinking about that recently because of all this. Well, I mean, honestly, because of all these celebrity deaths that just keep happening. Um, mm-hmm. 
we had like Neil Pert recently, and then Kobe Bryant and his daughter obviously over the weekend, and then just, yeah, that was, just yeah, it was super sad, it's terrible. And then you have a uh, drummer from COC, Reed Mullins, just died. Um, my, my fuck, my uncle just died yesterday. Like, jeez, man, you know, I'm so, sorry. That's yeah. okay. It's okay, you know. But so then I appreciate that. But so yeah. like just having these thoughts, like not not like uh, not like sad, morbid thoughts, just like the, just like ah oh, man, I really hope that. When I'm out of here, like the people just speak, like you said, speak the same way. Like just, yeah. I don't expect to have a have a parade, you know. Just I just no, hope there's no. n- nice words. I remember uh, I forget what, where I saw this or where it was from, but it was like, like, what are people gonna say at your funeral? And I was like, fuck, like I better fucking become a better person, <laughs> like, like shit, like I don't know, you know, it's just shit like that. You know, my like this week, what I've been trying to do is like, well, shit, you know what I just need to do. I need to – I should talk to more people because, I, I mean, besides the fact that I do this, right, which is the whole thing is <laughs> talking to people, I don't yeah. talk to anybody. Like I have my wife and my daughters and I'm and surprisingly a customer service rep at my job. But I don't, I don't really have conversations with people outside of my wife. So I should call my old friends and talk to them, you know, like, like just simple <laughs> yeah. shit like that. So like just yesterday I picked up the phone to call an old friend but like like the way we live now you know he's not gonna answer i'm not gonna call him back <laughs> you know like so it's a weird thing but i think it's important just to, to and i want to yeah. try to be better at it just having actually communicating with people and yeah and, and when you catch someone too like i'm sure it's good because like you know you're doing it for like a wholesome reason so yeah. whenever you catch someone too i'm sure it's nice yeah yes yes and but yeah i think i think it's one of the things, important things to do is actually speak to people and be kind to them. <laughs> not, not, not for a reason, you know what I mean? Not for, not because yeah. you need something. Yeah, yeah. But, but so, all right, so back to, so back to the song. Um, do you, all right, so, so the, it starts off very heavy, right? Yeah, yeah. And, like and then it, up. yeah, and then it kind of surprised, it was surprised me with, with the clean vocals. Is that you doing the clean vocals? No, no, it's not. That's Joey. I didn't Joey. think so. I, th- I thought has... it was two different people at least. Yeah, Joey does the high pitch screaming and then the clean vocals because we just knew he had a like good, we always knew he like could sing, but we never like really used it or anything. So, but during this, I was like, yo, like we're gonna use it. Like we have this like not that like call him a resource, but like we have that, and like he's talented, so like we should just that's like like we're all in this band. We might as well do do what we do. Like if we can sing and sing. Well, yeah, and it, and it. It works again. I don't know if I said it, but it totally caught me off guard listening to it. Yeah, um, it cuts in right, like right in the middle of that buildup. Yeah, yeah. And do do you think that? I well, I think this will be the one that that goes over the best. Um, but do you think this will translate live? Um, I don't know. Like, I, I can you are you going to play it live? Yeah, we're definitely going to play it live. I don't know. It like I don't know. I didn't think it was going to be the song that. I thought this was going to be the underdog song. Like this is going to be the song that people who make it through the EP and like care about it will become attached to, but like casual listeners of it are just going to be like, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, I think it's going to be like an underdog. I don't know. Well, I see. I, that's that's interesting because I think the opposite. I think once people, well, you, you're right though. Once people get through it, they got you. Got to like the band. I mean, but at the same time, your EP is not that long, so they'll get. No, it's they'll, four songs. Yeah, yeah they'll, they'll get through. They'll get to it. And I think uh, I think it might be one that grows and that eventually becomes like your song for now. But I could be totally yeah. fucking wrong because I'm wrong about most things. So 
you know. What, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I was thinking it was going to be Memento Mori just because it's the first track and it's very chanty, but but the 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 this the under the wreath does have like a big just repetitive chorus at the end too. So I don't know. I'm curious. Well, either we'll way, see. we got a 25 percent chance of being right. Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> so all right. So so this this is this is gonna come. When's it come out? February seventh. Is it? Yeah. Next. Yeah. Is that next week? I think it's two weeks. Next week. Yeah. Next. Like, next Friday. Next Friday. Yeah. Oh shit! Yeah. Soon. So uh, and that's and it's coming out on Flat Spot. How how did you get yeah. hooked up with Flat Spot? Uh, well, the initial like start like the start of I think at least in my head of like kind of thinking about wanting to do it like at least like asking or sending them music was we played the last backtrack show in Worcester, and Ricky we were just talking and we were, I was telling him that we had new music and he's like oh I want to hear some send it over I was like oh shit like you want to hear these new songs I was like all right well, fuck but we didn't have we didn't like have any songs we just had rough like recordings like that we have had from the like uh we just demoed out no vocals or anything so I was like I'm not sending him this like unfinished thing like I'm gonna wait until this is done and then we were recording we got to recording and we were working on our masters and he hit up uh our friend James who like helps book us everything and like books like help us book tours and he's like just like a good friend he's yeah. like oh I want do, does he have songs like do this type cast of songs and, I was, and James was like hey Ricky wants to know if you guys have songs I was like well we're working on masters right now I'll like I'll send you what what the rough first master we get back or whatever so we did that and then kept sending him the reworked masters and he gave some notes about like what do you think could work better on the masters and at that point we weren't even like talking about doing off flats but yeah he was just kind of like helping out yeah and just giving tips and some advice and then when it was done he's like all right like well let me like talk this over and see if we can if like this is something we're going to do and it ended up working and it's been awesome and it's like super easy to talk to and work with and just it's been like kind of fun just doing it stuff with him that's very cool. I, I've I've had a couple of flat spot bands on here now. I think rule them all, and mm-hmm. it um, probably somebody else. Somebody somebody I'm missing off the top of my head. And every time every time I have a flat spot band on, I mention that I don't know Ricky, but I do know Che. And so either yeah. So <laughs> I met Che once, but it was like it was kind of and that's, like that's uh, what they all half. say, and I like it. I like that he's like the the mystery guy. I love he it. He was cool as fuck though. Like we talked that like uh, after a show, just sitting down once, and he was super nice. But, he is. He's awesome. I've, I've, known, him, I've known him for a very long time. He's a great guy. Um, and, uh, but uh, you guys are you guys are definitely different for what they've historically put out. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Which I think is cool. I think it's. I think it's. Uh, I, I'm glad to see them going out a little more. I'm. Yeah. I mean, I'm down. <laughs> they, 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 I'm glad to be on it, and it's been nothing but like fun. Cool. Well, so um, so when this comes out, like. And people hear this record. What do you want them to? What do you want people to walk away from this? EP? <laughs> oh God! Uh, like I know that's like a um, loaded I, question, but yeah, I I don't know. Um, I just hope it's just enjoyed. I just hope people like fuck with it and just right. want to mosh to it and just like want to just just get down with it and like just are honest when listening to it and just have fun and yeah. Good. I think that's that's fair enough. Are you guys? Uh, are you guys? Uh, we'll, we'll wrap it up here in a minute. But are you guys about to? Are you guys going to do any tours? Sorry, that's what I'm trying to say. When when this drops? Yeah, right. Uh, like a week after this drops, we go on tour with Sanction, CU Space Cowboy, and Ramakara. There's some regional with um, 
Foreign Hands, uh, Dying Wish, uh, Adrenaline, they're another flat spot band. Yeah. And um and Crow Killer. They they they're doing regional. It's a full US and like a couple parts of like uh, Canada too. Oh wow. So it's so you I assume a month or more? Yeah, it's thirty six days and I think thirty one shows. Wow. So it'll give chance uh, people a chance to see the songs or check us out who haven't. Which is good. Yeah, and it's I mean you're you're going out on a good time after, right after yeah. you release it. Um, yeah, it's perfect. That's very cool. Um, so, so for people who want to find Typecast, where can they find you? Uh, Spotify, uh, Apple Music, uh, Instagram, Twitter. I think we have a Facebook. I deleted my Facebook. I was in control of it, but I gave it to someone else. I don't know if people use Facebook anymore. <laughs> Uh, just make sure they add the e. You just got to add the e. That's the trick, you know. Yeah, it's another. What's it's it's a band. It's another kind of band, right? If you don't add the e. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> add, add the e, or you you know. <laughs> All right. Well, dude. Um, thank you. Thank you very much for coming on and having yeah, this conversation. Yeah. Thank you, man. This is yeah. sick. Absolutely. This is easy. It was fun. That's what I try to I try to do. Easy. I don't want to make it painful. So, and, oh, and, yeah. and well, thanks to you because sometimes it's painful for me. Yeah. <laughs> well, I hope it wasn't. <laughs> no, 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 not, not at all. Not at all. I, it's very rare, but sometimes you get people on here, and it's I, and you you can uh, just feel like this weird nervousness of, or maybe they're just they're just not you know very outgoing, and but you want to get them to talk about like what their their yeah, like they art or whatever, and they just are not having it, and it's it's very strange. <laughs> so, well, so I appreciate you like doing this yeah. with me, especially breaking Thank down the songs. I don't usually do that, so I'm, I'm glad that yeah, went that well. Cool. Yeah. All right, man. All right, word. Well, thanks again. Yeah. Thank you. Enjoy your night. Yeah, you too.
So there you have it. That was my conversation with Dylan. It's a very nice guest. Uh, very nice boy. <laughs> Weird thing to say. Uh, whatever. That's what I do here. Um, yeah, anyway, yeah, that, that, that track that we just played there, that was uh, Under the Wreath. The song that we talked about, the one in question, the one that's a lot different from the rest of uh, what you're hearing out there these days. Um, I don't know. I do I do think that that's a song that catches on in a, in a strange way, in an unexpected way. We'll see. Time will tell. Um, but uh, but uh, Dylan was great. Uh, glad to have him. Uh, love the EP. Uh, again, I really liked going over the songs the way we did. There's only four of them, so it didn't take that long. Um, so uh, compliments to him and Typecast for uh, for putting this one together. Flat Spot Records for putting it out. And uh, you for listening to our conversations and for listening to Getting It Out Podcast each week, as I'm sure you do, like good little boys and girls. Um, I mentioned last week that, uh, that, that, that the email has changed. Dan at gettingitout.net is how you're going to reach me from now on. Uh, keep it that way. Dan at gettingitout.net. That's the email address. Uh, you can still find me at getting underscore it underscore out underscore podcast on Instagram. Twitter is at gettingitoutpod and Facebook www.facebook.com slash gettingitoutpodcast. Uh, I think I keep mentioning that I have a bunch recorded and I do. So, so that's still the same. So I think I know who's next week. Um, and I'm also not going to tell you this week so uh that's cool uh check out next week see who i got for you i'm going to end this one with the with the song that came across my email today that i was pretty surprised to see uh but i think it's pretty interesting interesting and cool because it's these these are some old friends of mine so uh glad to play it here though they definitely do not need my coverage they have gotten they have gotten to levels that uh, i never expected them to and uh, but but ex ex uh, ex guest on getting it out podcast and uh, anyway here's my local guys uh, this is from August Burns Red and it's called Defender that's it for this week thanks for listening bye bye.
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 